over time and very quickly. I got so sick of the food I ate. It was almost like I resented it and stopped looking forward to mealtime. And that's when I knew I really had to shake things up and be a little bit more experimental, even if it meant I had to invest a little bit more time and energy at the beginning. Deep Balancer. I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. balancers and welcome to another bts episode whether you're on your commute walking cleaning the house or just chilling out i really appreciate you dedicating time to your balance and spending the next 10 or so minutes with us so for those of you who have not listened to last thursday's episode we spoke about rules for a balanced relationship with fitness now this was the first of many episodes coming up on rules for balance in different areas of our life and as promised in that episode Today's one is going to be all about a balanced relationship with our diet. Now, I do want to disclaim before we dive into it that I'm not a dietitian or a professional when it comes to nutrition and diet. And so for anybody dealing with any extreme disorders or really needing some professional advice, I would urge you to seek that out accordingly. But what I've compiled today is a combination of things that I've learned through the incredible dietitians and nutritionists and naturopaths that we've had on the show and things I've experienced in my own life. Again, then I suppose just more holistic, wholesome rules for a balanced relationship with our diet. But as always, if you are seeking that one-on-one professional advice or needing particular guidance in a particular area of your nutrition or diet, then I would encourage you to seek that professional assistance. What I'm also going to do is pop some links to my favorite episodes that I've done with those professionals. So you guys have a direct contact to them. And on each of those episodes, you'll find links to all of their profiles as well. But let's get stuck into it. Diet, nutrition, food, such a big, big part of our lives. It's something we do every single day and something I know in my own experience can create a lot of imbalance when we don't get it right or when we don't give it the attention it deserves. Rule number one is something that has kind of become a little bit of a golden cornerstone in my own diet regime lately, and that is to eat a variety of food. Now, I know it can be really easy to fall into that trap of meal prepping where it's just the easy thing to do. It's kind of like a default. You do it every week. It's the same thing. But not embracing a variety of food can be, from my understanding, quite detrimental to the types of bacteria get put into our gut and our tummies. And I wanted to say this because I feel like sometimes the attitude or the perspective can be, well, it's too hard to kind of mix it up all the time. But let's just go with something really, really simple. Let's say you meal prep a tuna salad because it's so, so easy. Literally what you can do to embrace that variety of food is go from spinach leaves one week or one day to mixed leaves the next day to rocket the day after. And then on top of that, if you're putting cheese or nuts in it, you kind of can change which cheese, which types of nuts. Same with the veggies that go in. You could do like corn and carrot one time and then tomato and avocado, etc. So just not literally doing the same thing every single day. And I mean, to make it easy for yourself, you can still do the same, I guess, overall meal. But just to change the little bits and pieces that go inside is a really great way to get yourself exposed to a lot of foods and get those nutrients coming in from all over the place. Rule number two is do not eat too quickly. 
you know, I've heard so many friends go on about having like a nine chew rule where they have to chew their food nine times before they swallow. But honestly, eating quickly and not breaking down the food before it gets to our tummy can create a lot of effects later on in the digestive process. I think as well, and this is, I guess, a little bit more of a mindful practice. If you're scoffing down your food or you're not eating consciously, then you're also not present. Now, the way I look at it is sometimes it can be very hard to feel present. You feel like the day kind of gets away from you and you're just running between tasks. If you use the opportunity every time you eat, which for most of us will be three times a day, that's three opportunities you have to be present. And that means you're not scrolling on your phone while you're eating. You're not watching TV. You're not at your desk working. You've actually taken some time and made it very intentional. And you've decided that you're just going to eat mindfully during that time. And I think that brain body connection creates this really beautiful harmony. And I just feel is a really good rule for having a balanced relationship with our diet. The third rule is to not eat when you're not hungry. It seems very, very simple. But how many times have you hit lunch or dinner time and been like, I'm not really that hungry, but I'm going to eat for the sake of it because it's quote dinner or lunch. At the end of the day, our body is very, very smart and it sends us signals. This might even be with snacking if it's just a habit. Maybe you rarely stop to ask yourself or wait to feel and know if you're hungry. I mean, even speaking to a lot of dietitians and nutritionists on the show, they say that a lot of people don't know what it feels like to feel hungry because they never let themselves get to that stage. They just eat on repeat at a certain time. And so I would urge you to maybe experiment with that. If you haven't felt hunger in a while, it's a very important cue from our body to tell us that we need to eat. And it also helps with that intuition of knowing when to eat. I'm obviously not advocating for starving yourself, but try not to overdo it and not force yourself to eat, especially if you're not feeling hungry. This would also go for not overeating. So once you feel like you're full and that would go with rule number two, like not eating too quickly, then you can actually feel when you're full and you don't fall into that trap of overeating. So I feel like these are kind of all linked, but just some personal thoughts on, I guess, how we can really, really embrace a balanced relationship with our diet. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Number four. Now, this goes for anybody listening who has curated a diet, whether that's through meal prep or whether you're getting like meals delivered through a prep service. If you have made up a diet to go with a goal you have, and maybe it's fat loss, maybe it's muscle gain, whatever it is, and you haven't sought out professional advice. I don't know about you, but diet is one of those things that we engage in every day and has such a big impact on our energy. And so if you're going to curate your entire diet, all of your food around a specific goal, I personally would be reaching out to someone who can give me that professional reassurance, who can just have a look over and make sure that you're getting enough of all the things that you need. I just feel if we want that balance with our diet, it's better to get a professional opinion than assume ourselves or just copy and paste a diet that somebody else has done. Because you have to remember, we're all so, so different. We all have such different requirements and we all start off at a different level, whether that's the level of bacteria in our gut, any inflammation we have, etc. So really knowing where you are and making sure that the diet that you're having is not going to exacerbate any issues and it is actually going to help you move towards that goal, I feel is a well, well, well worth investment and something I would recommend everybody do to just make sure that their diet is going to help them move towards that goal and that they can maintain that balance with their diet. 
from an internal perspective. Okay, the fifth rule for a balanced relationship with your diet is to be very weary of extreme behavior. So if you're the kind of person that will diet for seven weeks, you might mostly stick to it, you do pretty well, but then the second you come off it, you eat all the things that you haven't eaten for the seven weeks, then that is what I'm talking about. That is extreme pendulum swinging behavior. Now, as you can imagine, when we're talking about balance, this is probably the polar opposite when we're talking about having a sustainable relationship with our food. I know there's people listening who may have specific goals and they therefore need to be extremely strict with their diet to achieve those goals. And that's fine. But even with those, there's a way to ease in and out of those diets rather than completely pendulum swing. You're essentially shocking your body when you do that. And I think basically asking for imbalance. So again, if you're not going to be seeking professional advice, do the research and know how to properly go in and out of those diets. And just be mindful of that extreme behavior. That could even be if, you know, maybe you're not even on a strict diet and you get some char-grilled chicken on the weekend and some salads with some friends and there's chips and you really overeat on the chips when you've been clean all week. I think being kind of extreme with our diet can come to those those little moments as well where we overdo it or we overeat. So just noticing that and and kind of just being curious about that, you know, why is it that you do that? Is is it because you restrict yourself the rest of the time or is it because in your head you've labeled it as a bad food and you're just making the most of the opportunity? I guess I'm just trying to help you bring some awareness to some behaviors you may have that may be creating an imbalance within your diet. And then again, if it, it may be up to you to make those changes or to work with a professional to make them. But I think being aware of them is, is a really important rule for having that balance with your diet. Number six, and it's one I've struggled with, to be honest, but the rule is make your diet fun or else it's going to get boring and you're going to hate it. Now, I kind of am sitting on my hands as I say this because I have so many times just fallen into meal prepping and doing what's easy and what I know and what's simple because I, you know, I'm time poor or I just don't have the energy to kind of experiment. But guess what happened over time and very quickly? I got so sick of the food I ate. It was almost like I resented it and stopped looking forward to mealtime. And that's when I knew I really had to shake things up and be a little bit more experimental, even if it meant I had to invest a little bit more time and energy at the beginning. But I promise you, if you are aware of this or if you're in the same boat and you're feeling that resentment towards your food and it's kind of like just a check off thing, that's a very quick way to create an imbalance with your relationship with your diet because it creates resentment. You're no longer seeing food as this beautiful resource that gives us energy and life. And it almost becomes like a bit of a chore, which in my mind is the complete opposite to having a sense of balance with our food and our diet. So just think of ways you can make it fun or experiment or even just rotate through things so you don't get too burnt out from the same things over and over. So there you have it, guys, my six rules for a balanced relationship with our diet. Again, these are just a bit of a compilation from things I've learned over the years, things I've learned from the incredible professionals we've had on the show. But of course, if you're struggling with any of these things or really do want that professional advice, please check out the show notes below. There are some incredible episodes to sift through and of course, links to all of those professionals as well. You'll also find links to our Instagram and TikTok there. So link on up with us there. And if you have time to leave us a quick review on rating, if you're currently on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night, and I'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.